0: everybody we have an awesome shiver for you today we have a super funny comedian his name is sean murphy and he just released his first special it is called neil at this point you can check it out on youtube i will link it in the show notes uh and other than that he's just a great comic touring so definitely check him out find him on social media and enjoy the show Real Chills with Meg Guests. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. Meg here. We have an extremely fun guest here with us today. We have the comedian Sean Murphy. Hi, Sean. Hi.
1: Hi, Megan. I'm great. Thank you for uh, having me on. I'm excited to talk ghosts.
0: Of course. Thanks for being here. <laughs> and I'm always excited to talk ghosts. So you're in the right <laughs> place. Um, so we always start with the same question for all of our guests. And it's when it comes to the paranormal, do you see yourself more as a skeptic or like a true believer down for anything?
1: I'm a little skeptic, but mm-hmm. um, I'd like to think I'd, I'd say skeptic, no no judge no judge that's what I th- <laughs>
0: okay that's a good place to be here I yeah. think if you're judgmental it'd be interesting <laughs> <laughs>
1: what if I just started off being like this is all shit
0: I don't know why I'm here <laughs> yeah I just um, do the story and you're like none of this happened none of this is true. <laughs>
1: um so I'm very skeptical just mm-hmm. about kind of uh, ghosts don't make sense to me I don't know why they sure. they would be kind of like hanging around and doing like opening and closing doors and that nah. it's 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 very silly to me but silly in a fun way. And also my girlfriend does believe in ghosts.
0: Okay. So
1: I think that almost requires me to be a little more like, well you never know. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you don't <laughs> yeah. want to start a fight you have to be at least open minded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> yeah I think it's really funny because we have like a good mix of stand-up comedians that want to talk ghosts with me and then paranormal experts who are like all in. And even like, I feel like the intense paranormal experts, they tend to be skeptical as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They want to kind of look at it through like a scientific lens of like, I'm not a hundred percent believing, but I'm not a hundred percent disbelieving. So that's like the only difference.
1: What do you think in asking those questions to people? What is the percentage
0: I think most people are in the middle. I think most people think they're skeptical. Okay. I personally am all in. I believe everybody on this podcast, everything they say. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, it's blissful for me that Bigfoot exists. And there's ghosts everywhere you could possibly be. So
1: (laughs) Interesting. Does that affect any like... Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, do you watch Ghostbusters? I'm like, this is, this could be real. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> no, the craziest theory I have, so in, like, the paranormal community, the men in Black are scary. They're, like, you know, they're trying to shut down people who, they, like, they're, like, disinformation people. Mm. So my, like, craziest theory is that Men in Black, the Will Smith movie, is, like, a propaganda, a government propaganda movie to make you think the men in Black are nice when they're not. <laughs> So I, well, yeah. that,
1: well that probably is an interesting thing because conspiracies used to be fun. If you, right. you like, you talk to someone like, I don't think they went to the moon and be like, oh, Jeff's goofy. <laughs> yeah. And like, you'd all laugh yeah. about it. But yeah. now there's pro- there's probably people even in the ghost community that are like, Hillary Clinton is trying to get us to not believe in ghosts so that <laughs> yeah. she could take over the world. And you're just right. like, oh, I thought this was, there's probably like, like psycho not like QAnon, but like, like conspiracy level weirdo ghost people when they used to be a little more like fun and eccentric.
0: Yeah. I feel like everything, it does like get a little bit more intense, but the ghost, from what I've experienced with like the ghost hunting and paranormal community is they're like, they're really fun still. Like that's one part of the world. Cause like, I'm sure there's like the outliers. I haven't seen them. I don't know. Maybe they're like in a cabin somewhere, like no internet, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but most of the ones I've seen are like, it's still fun. Thank God. That's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted, I have like a really fun story. I can't wait. This is our shiver episode. So it's a little bit shorter, but you have a podcast about the football team, the Buffalo Bills, correct?
1: That's true. I do. It's called in the hunt. It's very silly and yeah we barely know what we're talking about so it's a (laughs) a good time like in a similar thing of almost how you're describing we'll have experts on and it'll be like this person stinks right and they're like no they're actually pretty good we're like okay
0: (laughs) oh yeah totally yeah you (laughs) have experts
1: on to kind of school you in your kind of knowledge gaps
0: I love that that's so funny Yeah, that's, that's the best part of having a podcast is like, you just get to talk to people that know infinitely more than you do about a topic you really like. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I thought we could do a story about the time the players from the team went on an actual ghost hunt. So this did happen eight years ago. So when I told my boyfriend, the names of the players, he did not know them. So I thought we could like really quickly, I'll say a name, I'll say their names. There's a bunch of them. And then you could just be like, yes or no.
1: Okay, I, th- I, I think I'm going to know all these people because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. So, I, okay. and I, I, would... I vaguely, when you told me this was uh-huh. like the, the episode, I was like, oh, that does like vaguely sound familiar to me.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm interested to see because there were a okay. lot of them. So, uh, Fred Jackson.
1: Yes, uh, running Aaron- back, one of the, one of the, one of the a fan favorites.
0: Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so that makes sense that he'd be there. Aaron Williams.
1: Yes, another fan favorite.
0: Safety.
1: Robert Woods. Yes. Uh, no longer. Well, none of these people are. I don't think any of these people are still going to be with the team. But uh, yes, Robert Woods.
0: Okay, Marquise Goodwin.
1: Yes. Uh, uh, Olympic sprinter. Oh wow. Yeah, very fast.
0: Uh, which is convenient if you're going into a haunted house, right? Like you want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you want to. Be, you to be that guy. <laughs> you're gonna want speed.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chris Gregg
1: yeah vaguely i think it was a tight end very okay. he's a more of a now we're getting into the forgettables a little this bit. this is
0: impressive yeah uh I, you know what's funny i just pulled it from the article and i wonder if they put it from like most famous most to yeah, least. <laughs> yeah, yeah that makes sense uh, chris hogan
1: yes wide receiver nickname 7-11 because he was always open
0: oh that's that's pretty a really good, good nickname
1: pretty good nickname yeah
0: I would love a cool nickname. Ever since I was little, I wanted a nickname, but I've, I've never been able to pull one off. So, And I feel like
1: when you, when you have like friends or someone give you a nickname, it's like hurtful. You're like, no, <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't want it. Yeah. I wanted a cool
1: nickname. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like buck tooth or something. Yeah. You're like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And then there's two more. Jeff Toole. Tool? Jeff Tool,
1: quarterback. Tool time was his nickname.
0: Fine. And then Marcus Easley.
1: Yes. Wild and that's got to
0: be at least half the team, right? With yeah. Football? And that's,
1: I, I think that was ma- mainly people on the offensive side from my uh, memory here. Uh, yeah. Mix of starters and some backups. It was, it was a good mix of people from that uh, probably team that won like four games.
0: I, I wonder. <laughs> nice. Good for them. I wonder. I mean, they should just take up a career ghost hunting because it was like very entertaining. I almost wonder if they picked these people because they have such big personalities. Like they were terrified the entire time and it was hilarious.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: <laughs> so they, um, they took a trip to the Iron Island Museum uh, and they went on a ghost hunt with the Buffalo Paranormal Investigators. So before we talk about their experience, we should go a little bit into the history of Iron Island Museum. The first question is like, why is it called Iron Island? It actually is not an island at all. It's just surrounded by railroads. So like it's like a little iron island. According to the article, the Iron Island Museum in New York was once a funeral home and is now a haunted house by Lisa Sammons of Only Near State, which sort of ruins the suspense, but whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this place. Is this place in Buffalo? Do you, it is. you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like
0: pretty popular to what it seems in the paranormal community. Let's see. It, at least it's in, I think, what is it, Western New York? Because whenever I tried to look up paranormal things. In Buffalo, it wouldn't say just Buffalo. It said Western New York every time. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's a weird, yeah, way to specify. But it has a long and notable history. It was built in 1885. Uh, The Buffalo building was originally a church. Then starting in the 1950s, it served nearly five decades as a funeral home. It was eventually donated to the Iron Island Preservation Society for use as a museum. The museum displays artifacts from Buffalo with a particular focus on military and railroad history. The military room has artifacts from every war. And when and honestly, when you see a picture of these rooms, they are like jam packed with like different artifacts. It's pretty incredible the amount of things they've collected. Yeah. So it seems pretty interesting. They've also had a ton of investigations at this location. Some investigators were Ghost Lab and the popular TV show Ghost Hunters. They've all visited and researched the location.
1: Can I, quick question, is there in the ghost community, is there like, because, you know, in the comic community, there's people Mm -hmm. being like, oh, you know, this person's nice or this person's a hack. Is there any like, is is there any kind of like, oh, ghost hunters, though, (laughs) you know, like, it, it. are there people considered like more ridiculous? There has to oh, be people yeah. that are more ridiculous than others, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, up there immediately, Ghost Adventures, Zach Bagans is probably the laughing stock of the ghost community. I mean, he does a lot of good, <laughs> to me, I'm a fan. I mm-hmm. think he's funny, um, but he he's ridiculous. Like he, the one of the big rules for ghost hunting is you don't really want to provoke things, right? Like you kind of want to just go in, Get an idea of of the environment, but you don't want to like kick through the door and be like, what up, bitches? And that's kind of like his approach is really like, come attack me. And then he gets attacked and he's like surprised. So he's definitely a clown. I,
1: I love the idea of someone provoking a ghost of like, there's a, you know, there's a ghost there. It's like, Oh, uh, Abraham, I fucked your wife. What's It's <laughs> <Yeah.
0: that? laughs> just like... <laughs> so that's exactly... I know you're like, you're like, that sounds... But he, he would go into, like, places like... I'm pretty sure there's one episode where he goes into a hostel and he's like, I heard there's a ghost here that likes, like, seducing men or touching men. I'm on the bed just, like, waiting for you or whatever. And it's just <laughs> so painful like i i've never wanted to see a ghost reaction more Mm -hmm. than to what this guy is doing because it is just like so out there he would like (laughs) dress up as like civil war soldiers and you know just cause a mess (laughs)
1: okay interesting all right
0: yeah so definitely i don't know if he's I, i don't know if he's hard to work with i've i've heard he can be a little bit intense like when they're trying to get footage. But that Aaron, who's like his side guy, is like super duper nice. So he has like a yin and yang to his Oh, here, here's
1: actually, here's a, a skeptical thing that I that I just thought of. A thing I don't like about the, the slippery slope of ghost believing to me is I, I would say some of my least favorite people alive are the, the kind of like hucksters that say like, give me money and I'll talk to your dead.
0: Yeah. Uh, th-
1: and like, s- which isn't directly tied to ghost believing, but I feel like there is like, that is always a very uh, sickening thing of like those people who is the guy that John Edwards, was yeah. he one of those people? Like,
0: Yeah, he was really, it's not a
1: one-to-one, that. but it is, it is a like watch your back because those people exist and those people seem uh, awful to me
0: yeah, I think with most like interactions with people, if there's like a monetary or like a profitable mm. like you know, if there's some sort of profit to be had, then you should be highly, highly skeptical of them. And I mean, yes, that makes sense. It makes me sad because a lot of the times the people that come to them want closure
1: a hundred percent, yeah, you yeah. know.
0: so like to me, those people shouldn't be seeing a psychic anyway. they They need to be working with somebody or with themselves. Yeah, to kind of like unpack what that is. And I understand I mean, I've lost people and I understand how cool and like, you know, how much closure you could get from from getting one last conversation or something. But yeah, that's a total bummer. I don't like that. The The stuff I like is like, oh, we're going to this house, we're asking questions and we're seeing if we can get an answer that makes logical sense. Totally. So like, even when it's like just random words, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would they be saying this? Like, <laughs> you know, it needs to be logical. So yeah, that's a bummer. I hate that. Even, even without loved ones, like mediums and psychics in general. Yeah it's almost good. My recommendation is like going to a psychic that, that you can get like a reference from. So like a friend has been, or, cause I've, I've definitely experienced both psychics that I'm like, wow, that was so shady. And I def like one was like, your small business is going to take off. And I'm like, I don't, I would never start a small business. <laughs> like I'm never doing that. I'm like, I guess I should, you know, unless you consider comedy, like a small business, but but then I had another one who kind of talked through, like, some, like, family stuff that was going on that I didn't tell her. And I was like, wow, that was really nice. Like, again, it was kind of therapeutic.
1: Yeah, right, right, right.
0: Yeah, to have someone kind of, like, because she was, like, an empath psychic. So, like, she kind of clued into how I was feeling about those things. So, it was, like, way easier to, like, talk about with her. So, okay. Yeah. So according to the guide slash owner, Linda Hastrider, there are multiple ghosts that have made themselves known. There's one ghost, a man they believe to be named Edgar, whose remains were found in the basement of the museum that has an aggressive presence and is said to have charged paranormal investigators as they attempted to ascend some stairs to a different part of the church. I do want to note, Edgar wasn't like murdered or anything at this location. (laughs) He died of natural causes in his 80s and was cremated at Iron Hill while it was a funeral home. However, his ashes and some others were, were never plain.
1: I will say, Edgar, great ghost name.
0: I know, isn't it adorable? <laughs> yeah. I can like picture him. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Danny. I'm John. We host Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers.
0: Have you ever thought about trying to find every single version of Angel of the Morning or Careless Whispers? That's an us
1: thing, I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if that's something that you
1: think you would be into, I think you should definitely check out our show. We think that by listening to every version of a song that has ever been done you can like gain something new. Yeah. Each week we do a, a deep dive through a band's catalog or one specific song. Season one is out there now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, so yeah, already starting off really strong. And another room is said to be popular with children ghosts, specifically that of a little boy. In this video, which is, again, only 10 minutes long and super entertaining, they have an EVP, which is like electronic voice phenomenon, of a little boy saying, it's really creepy. He's, you can hear him saying, oh boy, oh, I'm drowning. Oof. I know. What a bummer, right? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that is like, a bummer. do you just keep
0: investigating after that? Or you're just like, all right, well, time to go home, right? Like, because <laughs> that's brutal. But at least now he gets to hang out and like scare NFL players. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: you know, that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> you know, if I think like as a ghost, that would be like a make a wish for me. I can just like haunt famous people. That'd be pretty sweet. So uh, the video of the Bill's investigation is really fun because the guide is almost taunting these like super frightened giant football players. One of the players, and I, I know they put the name on the screen for at some points, but I didn't see them like actually put the name for which one at this point. So one of the players ascends the steps and shines a light into this like claustrophobic attic space. And he says, hey, man, and like is shining a light around. And then he claims to hear a voice. And I played back the video, and I felt like I could sort of like hear a voice, but I could not make out what, what it was saying at all. So crazy. Would you yeah. would you like crawl into an attic? No. No. You-
1: so here's here's an, a a part of. I think this ties in. It's it's skeptical, but it is it ties into what I'm afraid of. Is that like a lot of these things? It's not like. Hey, go into this closed Jamba Juice, and then there's gonna be (laughs) Uh, a a go. Like a lot of times, the place in and of itself is scary. It's like it's like super dark. It's enclosed. There's maybe bugs. There's Mm -hmm. maybe uh, you know, bats. Like there's a lot of stuff that, in general, I just don't want to be around.
0: (laughs) That's such a good point. Like it's it's usually like an older building. People don't live there anymore.
1: Right. It's cold. It's, it's dangerous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. There's some type of like small amounts of danger tied into it. Um, <laughs> I, re- I remember now that we're talking, like, I had a, not an experience, but me and a group of friends in high school. There was a famous abandoned mental ward in Buffalo. Ooh. And there was like a thing where like a lot of people, and now it's like a fancy hotel that's like all the rooms are like hotel rooms now it's very strange it's
0: crazy surreal yeah
1: yeah but like back then when I was a kid it was so there was a there was a lot of kids that would like break into it Mm -hmm. you know and I remember me and my friends did it and but it was more of like I was scared less of like the ghost aspects and more of like there's gonna be so many bugs I'm gonna Mm. like run into spider webs there's going to be like like loose like medical equipment you could trip over you can't see where you're going who knows if there's like like people hiding out in there doing drugs and you like run into them like those are the stuff that like terrified me about it
0: yeah so maybe you'd be a great ghost hunter because it doesn't sound like you're scared of ghosts at all (laughs) just (laughs) just condemned buildings which i think is a very rational fear (laughs) for any human um we actually had a uh, guest he talks about urban exploring at the divine saint Lorraine in philly and it was kind of the same vibe where like things just fell off because it was like he said the same exact thing where it's like you don't know if people are just like in the rooms you are like really like the hair on the back of your neck is just standing up like exploring these types of places so i don't know (laughs) i haven't really gone ghost hunting but i think i would try it once would you try oh
1: yeah i Yeah, I feel like you especially should try. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) I don't know, it could be fun. So then they are led to the basement where the players are advised, this is where 24 containers full of cremated remains were found, and that psychics that have visited the location claim there may be bodies of children behind the foundation wall. And they've since started excavating, but they like no report of actually finding that. Mm. So this all happens with the lights on, And then after this, like, this is just like the, hey, like, let's introduce you to this creepy house or church. And then they meet with a paranormal investigation to explore the museum in the dark. Oh, I know. Um, So while sitting in the dark, they conduct an EVP session and the vibe is really creepy. Like you can it seems like they can't even see like what's right in front of them. But immediately, Edgar begins turning a flashlight on and off and then a short time later the spirit box says the name edgar (laughs) like how do you explain that sean mr skeptical (laughs) how do you okay so it's one thing if it's like you know just saying weird words you know like mr 305 then you're like all right that's a radio or that's picking up something but like it said his name
1: I mean, well, I have to I'll, I'll have to watch the video. I mean, I, I <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Very intelligent I, response. OK, <laughs> I mean, I
1: would I would part of me would go like, well, for in order for this video to be successful, they have to scare the players as much as possible.
0: Oh, oh my God, they're scared. There's yeah. one part where the cameraman is just hiding behind a corner and literally as each one passes, they jump and freak out. <laughs> which is just evil. That's not even ghost hunting. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. I don't know though. I don't think they would rig it like that though.
1: I don't know. I I I'd, I'd have to see it. I think I, it, it doesn't make it makes sense to me that they would.
0: Okay. Yeah. You
1: know, but like, you know, that doesn't necessarily prove or disprove anything, but I feel like you're you're making this video. You want to scare these people cuz that's the fun is like these right. giant like like Goliaths of men being like scared in a haunted house like you want yeah. to up it as much as you can
0: yeah yeah it's so funny there's one part where um the tour leader is like yeah I mean keep your energy up keep it up as high because that like gets them going that gets them excited and they're all like no we're keeping it low <laughs> like they're clearly scared the entire time it it does it makes for a great video I was like I loved every second of it honestly so um, to end out the investigation, the tour guide convinces them to go back into the attic in the dark, uh, which you couldn't get me to do for an NFL player's full salary. So good for them. <laughs> like I saw that and I was like, you guys, you guys got like EVPs when the lights were on. I there's no need to go back.
1: But there is something too like you're they're not completely alone. There's a cameraman, there's right. some friends right. around, there's like a little Y- y- the-, the place has been vetted to a certain extent like
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: there's not going to be some guy hiding there unless he's there with the, crew <laughs> to the carrier, That'd you be know?
0: crazy yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like th- there is some safety. like it's kind of like when if you're watching like a reality show and they go uh like bungee jumping or something like that th- there is a little bit where you go like well, they're not going to let me die on television. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's almost yeah. more safer than if you had just gone uh like randomly, you know. Yeah,
0: this is kind of like dark, but um so I always I would never go bungee jumping. I would never go skydiving. And I know Same. that makes me Same. sound like a weenie, but it's not that I'm scared of the act. It's there's human error in everything yes. we do, you know. And I make mistakes at my job all the time. So I can't even, you know, I just don't want to die because someone like was hungover on a Monday or something. Yeah.
1: I completely agree. That's what I'm most afraid of too is, and and like, I'm always amazed and I hope this isn't like, you know, shitty from an American point of view, but people will go to like countries that like presumably don't have the same safety standards as like, like some will be like, Oh, I went like, you know, bungee jumping in Costa Rica, I'm like, what is the Costa Rican like <laughs> <Yeah>. safety <laughs> requirements? Goals? Like I, maybe they're great. I don't, I Who's don't know. Checking? So, But like, it, that makes me even more nervous to go yeah. to like uh, like, especially some countries say in like central South America, maybe going through like turmoil. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know how good the, the, you know, the wind glider guy is right. <laughs> with checking to make sure I'm not going to die.
0: Right. But um yeah, totally. But I will say, um so, cause you were like saying, because it's on TV, they probably won't let you die. My cousin works for NBC and his job <laughs> is to like edit out all the bad stuff basically like when they film tragedies and one of his jobs was when the guy was doing the the like tight rope walk across the, the like Grand Canyon or whatever do you remember that I don't remember yeah, the details uh, Nick
1: Nick Willinda probably because he's from he, he had a big thing where I grew up he went across Niagara Falls yeah and I think it's the same guy who went across the Grand Canyon
0: yeah so my cousin's job was his feed was about three minutes faster then the live because this was a live event right and his job was if the second he fell if he fell was to cut it before anyone could see it
1: yeah wow
0: so there's still like unknown in there you know there's still like the possibility like even if you have a cameraman and I'm just trying to put doubt in in you (laughs) (laughs) honestly (laughs) But more that was just like a sad story. I felt that he was like sweat. He was like, that was one of the most like scariest like moments of his life. Cause he was like, please don't fall. Please don't oh, fall.
1: Oh yeah. I can't don't imagine. Fall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang dude, you need to like get promoted or like get another <laughs> job. You can't do that forever. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the, they went into the attic. There were more knocks and lights, but nothing as cool as like the Edgar in that first EVP session. Um, And that was about it. But My favorite part about this venue in particular, the let's say it again, the Iron Island, I believe, yeah, Iron Island Museum, is that it's like super open to ghost hunting. So not only can you book a ghost tour, like just me or you, regular Joe Schmoes, you can also book an overnight investigation. So if you felt like it, Sean, you could make an appointment like tomorrow and go go ghost hunting. Wow! (laughs) You're not gonna, but you could. (laughs) So what do you think? I know you're not a ghost person, but.
1: I uh, i mean, I'm going to watch the video now for sure. I'll
0: send it to you. I'll okay. link it to in the show notes so everyone can take a look at it. It is very fun.
1: And, and a part I love about ghost stuff is, is that type of like, like that's a seeing people get scared whether you believe the thing or not, especially when it's done in kind of like, I mean, obviously with horror movies, but in that, even this, that comedic fashion like that is like, yeah. it's, it's so watchable.
0: Oh yeah. This was like, it was like almost cute, you know, cause they're all buddies. It made the team look really good. Cause they all seemed like to be really tight. Right. They were having fun. You know, they were scaring each other. They were scared. They were laughing, you know, just a good time. So yeah, yeah I think there is a lot of like entertainment value to that. Even if you don't and not, I don't like i like scary movies but like real life scary stuff like say they were like exercising a demon or demon or something i'd be like nah we don't have to watch that like if it's like real life scary i'm good i'm not
1: oh so you're not a ghost movie person
0: no i love fake or nice ghosts i'm not gonna like like sometimes they have videos of like true people performing exorcisms and things like that like real life Mm. exorcisms i'm just like I don't want to, I don't want any part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know, I think technology, you're going to think I'm crazy after this and that's fine, but
1: no, 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 that's fine. Like
0: technology is so has like improved so quickly. We don't really know how it interacts with like these other realities or like ghosts or whatever. So like I, my worst case scenario is I watch one of these where they're chanting or whatever, and something you know, like goes through the phone line or goes through the the interweb (laughs) Uh Wi-Fi. And I know I sound crazy, but I'm not risking it. It's just like the bungee jumping, okay?
1: Yeah, but everyone has, I think, their irrational weirdness. Yeah. You know? What's them- yours,
0: Sean? Throw <laughs> so yours in there. No, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. Good question. I'll think
1: of one. I'm sure, listen, I'm sure I'll, I'll probably give my, you know, girlfriend shit about ghosts and she'll be like, oh, but then you can do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I'm sure I have a bunch that I just, I I think are normal that doesn't even sure. come to my mind.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so that's the end of the story, but we have you on for a special reason, and that's you're releasing your new special.
1: It's true. I have a have a comedy special uh, that w- it's out now. By the time you're listening to it, it's done, swept the world by storm. Everyone's yeah, talking about yeah, <laughs> one on
0: everything. That's crazy how fast it like it just sold like hotcakes.
1: And, and so if you the you know the audio's available anywhere you listen to audio and it's on YouTube, so you could go watch it for free. Uh, my name's Sean Murphy. Uh, name of the special is called Neil. It relates to a joke. If you and watch Neil, it, like
0: the name Neil, like n-e-a-l yes. not k-n-e-e-l which would be very interesting for you Sean, was- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes the name n-e-a-l i'd even realized someone was like oh you spelled it the 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 rarer way and i was like oh yeah i guess i did because like if you think of like neil armstrong right and uh, like most of the famous neils are spelled the other way yeah, so, but I think it's kind of cute that I spelled Neil the Obscure Way, and my name Sean is spelled the Obscure Way. Yeah, so it is <laughs> it kind of all works out.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. i I'm gonna watch it just because I'm really curious to see what this joke is with the name Neil,
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: because you got to choose the spelling of it. <laughs> like it's not like a friend <laughs> or something. yeah, um, and where can people just find you in general, like on social media?
1: Yeah. So I'm on social media. I am Sean Murphy and all the things I'm too old. Uh, I can't do TikTok. I'm just too old for, <laughs> I can't, it's too, I feel it's that too much. In my
0: soul. I try like, and it's, it hurts.
1: Like I get people like, I'm sure it's fun, but I'm like, I just can't, I'm on three. That's already exhausting. Yeah. And I just can't, I can't do, and then I'll be just feel so much pressure just to get on and be like, Hey, it's me. I'm eating this cheese uh, and then I like I, <laughs> right, I don't even know what yes. to do on it. like yeah. I'm too old. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> so so I'm on you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then find me on that. Bill's podcast and then the the big special, my first special, 50 minutes, I think it's funny. Watch it for free on YouTube. And, it's going to uh, be
0: hilarious. I work with Sean at Helium and he was hilarious then. So I have high hopes. I'm going to definitely check it out. And Sean is spelled S-H-A-U-N. Yes. And then Neil N-E-A-L. So all of the weird spellings of names. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> just Just think to yourself, how would I not spell this name? And then, <laughs> and then,
0: you can and find then you'll it. find it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for doing the show. I had a ton of fun and congratulations on your special. That's so exciting.
1: Me too. And thank you for having me and I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Go to Real Chills slash and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Jamberg and Shane. Artwork by Libby Randell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski.
1: This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows,
0: please visit wwwwastedrobotrecordscom podcasts.